Today on Radio Italiana. Bringing up your kids Italian style. A program that promises not to be socially correct. <laughs> Go figure. Plus Italian news, food, music and event. Coming right up on the Italian radio show. Alla più piano e nessuno sentirà Il nostro amore lo viviamo io e te Nessuno sa la verità Nel cielo che ci guarda da lassù Insieme a te io resterò Amore mio, sempre così Alla più piano e vieni più vicino a me Voglio sentire gli atti tuoi Folks and welcome to West Coast Italian Radio, bringing you the Italian radio show on the ABC News and Talk Radio Network. You're hearing us live from KMET Palm Springs, 1490 AM or 98.1 FM if you're in Southern California, or you may be picking us up on our affiliate stations, which we have throughout the USA. You can always go on our website at WCIR.biz. Just remember the acronym for West Coast Italian Radio, and at WCIR.biz, there's a link at the top of the page. Click on that, and you can stream the show live every Monday, or you can listen to us in archives. This show is going to go up in archives today as soon as we're done, and it'll be there available with all of our other shows in the last six, seven years. We can listen to, share your friends and families. We got listeners all across the country, all around the world, and we love our listeners wherever we're, you're hearing us at. Uh, again, my name is Tony Lestella. I'm your host with a lovely, the Mar- gorgeous Marzia Caputo from Veneto, Italy. Ah, come on, get a work of the clap. Yeah, we'll work on our sound guy putting some applause for you. Yeah, yeah. you got to yeah, work on yeah. that. I've been telling you, Christmas time. Well, is- <laughs> yeah, just, you know, what can I say? What can I say? All right, <laughs> folks. So uh, mm. today, uh, you know, we're, get, we're our theme of our show today is bringing up your kids Italian style, and we're going to talk about everything from, you know, like, how Italian parents and families, basically, in general, because Italian families have a mass way that they bring up and discipline their kids, as well as it brings up reminders of going to Catholic school and the nuns. You want to talk about being disciplined, right? I'll tell you, so, um, birth abuse doesn't exist in Italy. Something sadly missing from our world today is bringing up your kids right. <laughs> uh, in most cases, perhaps not in all cases. So this show, again, is promised not to be socially correct. Uh, go figure. You know, we're never socially correct there. But to start right off with, as we do every week, we're going to get into some Italian news. And quite frequently, as we talk about, uh, we've said this in the past, our Italian news stories are frequently stranger than fiction. So uh, we're going to jump right into this one, Marcy. This one is mm. actually comes to us from the Los Angeles Times down here in California, it says an anti-mafia judge who was slain slain by Sicilian mobsters is uh, basically being proposed for sainthood. All right? And the the guy's name was Rosario Livantino. He was, was I guess, a judge there who sent a lot of uh, the mafia gangsters to prison. He was gunned down on a Sicilian highway uh, back in 1990. 
And uh, three three years later, uh, they're trying. They they start they start a whole petition with the Catholic Church to get him to be a saint. Um, he was beautified in the ceremony on Sunday. This would be. Let's see when this would be here. Uh, it looks like it was recently because this was 2021. So it looks like it was in June. So one of the Sundays in June. Um, and, you know, they want, they basically want to acknowledge her because his life had done so much good and, you know, basically getting gangsters, getting bad people out of the society, putting them in prison. Uh, he was being praised as a martyr of justice and faith. And he was a witness of the gospel, they say, until his heroic death, always working under the protection of God. Um, so it's very, very, uh, it's good to hear something like that, that, you know, that they um, are, you know, going to make this guy a saint. Uh, that, I think, is something well-deserving. Oh. An interesting side story to this, um, that the uh, Pope, you know, because... You know, mm-hmm. the, the, the mafia, especially in Italy for so long, have been getting away with atrocities, and then they still all go to church, go to mass. So the Pope has come out basically, and he's made all these statements saying that from here on out, they're going to excommunicate anybody who's tied up with a mob. They're not going to be able to come to church. They're really? not going to be able to get confession, any of the sacraments, communion. I mean, so, you know, the old joke we used to say about whacking a guy on Friday, going to confession on Saturday, going to, you know, communion on Sunday. That's going to be a thing of the past. And you got to get handed to this Pope. He's really going wow. after this, really changing it. Apparently, um, he's demanding that they have to repent. They can't, not enough just go to confession. You have to actually repent and change your ways. The first Oh, absolutely, absolutely. And now they have a really hard time with that. Maybe they're going to kill anyone before that. I don't know. Either that or they're going to try to whack the Pope. But, you know, they do. They got the the work cut out for him because he has a Swiss, 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 Swiss guy. I was going to say Swish. I guess they wear skirts. Swiss guard. No, I'm just kidding. They they don't wear skirts. You know, just being funny. The Swiss guard. And the Swiss guard are people that you do not want to mess around with. Um, so I think the Pope is probably in good hands there. So now here's a story that's kind of near and dear to our theme today, since we're talking about raising kids uh, Italian style, which is, I know, a thing that you grew up with, thing I grew up with, uh, being Italian-American. Um, do you know that, uh, and this is an article just came out here in this, this last December, that Italy has a low record for births. It has, it ha- actually has the lowest record historically of, uh, that's ever had, but it's having a low birth rate. Uh, and they're questioning now if there's even a future for the family in Italy. It says that, especially after the coronavirus, the coronavirus, virus, they say, may result in less than 10,000, or it, it, it may result in 10,000 fewer births, 10,000 fewer births this year. Um, and the birth rate was already low before the coronavirus. It actually, interestingly, started to decline. Believe it or not, when when Italy came together, their unification in 1861, ever since then, all the European countries, you know, started going down as they started, I guess, gets to become more civil uh, and put wars and stuff, for, uh, you know, behind them. Pope Francis uh, says this is shows a dramatic disregard for families. It's a struggle that, you know, families are challenging to survive in the world in which we live in. Right now, 
there is only an average of one about one and a half children per woman. Okay, so basically, for every uh, two women, you get three kids. That's the the average. Okay, so very very low, and it continues to decline. Um, another thing it says here is that the lack of faith, the lack of faith. Uh, that now stirring in many places in Italy and in other parts of Europe are really directly related to this. And it's not just that you have to have faith in Catholicism or in Christianity, but just in general, the people are having no faith in anything. They're all becoming atheists. And as the faith declines, so is the birth rate. So it's really turning into be a crisis. Um, they're trying to do certain things because, you know, the fa- as the families decline, looking, you know, what's going to happen with future generations of the culture, um, there tr- there's been much, many fewer marriages, for one thing. A lot of people now are just living together in Italy. There's uh, a divorce, which used to be illegal in Italy, now is legalized. That's also adding to there being less children. Um, mm-hmm. So it's, it goes on and on like that. But nevertheless, um, they're trying to come up with some things to, you know, to fight this uh, and to reverse this. The Italian government, for instance, is trying to come out with some type of these pro-birth policies um, where, you know, a woman gets pregnant, she can get a baby bonus. I don't exactly know what that means. Or they get uh, lengthy uh, parental leaves that are subsidized by the state and such. such. Like really live comfortable. We think about that we think really ahead what could happen, and that's what happened with a lot of women got and men that try to think if I have more kids, I cannot travel, I cannot move, I gotta cut down this. <coughs> with that, we are a little bit selfish because we do think about, well, let's have one and that's it, like, so we can still move it around because everything getting more expensive, you know. What I mean, right, right, right. in Italy, you cannot bring a child nine months old in a daycare, we don't have that like here, yeah. You know yeah. I mean? well, do, you so, have, do you have daycare in Italy? We have that care, but it's all a year old. You can oh, take I got you, got you, yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is good because the government in Italy, remember that, when you're pregnant, they pay you even when you stay home. Okay? Uh-huh, right, money. yeah, yeah. Still, yeah. not going to be a lot of money like you used to take when you go to work. So that's the thing that give and take. That's the problem. So Right, right. Well, and so far it says that nothing that they have done so far has really reverse this trend they continue to have less and less kids it continues to get worse every year so mm-hmm. you know kind of, kind of blows that whole image of the stereotypical the stereotypical italian family which you always say he's big Italian. remember that lady she was on the show here she had <laughs> nine kids or she came she came from family she came she was nine kids in her family so I like um, to say again, different generation. They were farmer. You need right, yeah, and you need the people farm. who work the farms. Yeah. Now we change that. They go to city. They have to go leave the farm. So you can't. A lot of people have no farm no more. So you don't need all little. <laughs> well, folks, that's your Italian news for the day. We're going to be right back after the short word from our sponsors with our food and beverage segment, one of our favorite parts of the show, right here on the Italian radio show with the ABC. News and Talk Radio Network. Don't go away. Hi, 
I'm Tito Beverage, founder and master distiller at Tito's Handmade Vodka. In the mid-90s, I bought a piece of land with a credit card check and built the very first micro distillery in the history of the state of Texas. Cheers. 80 proof Tito's Handmade Vodka, distilled and bottled in Austin, Texas. Tito'sVodka.com. This is Tony LaStella with the Italian Radio Show. Every day, 20 veterans take their own lives. That's 20 too many. You need help? Want to end veteran suicide? Go to SaveVetLives.org to learn more. Hey, Dad, thanks for helping me cook this Italian meal. we got to pass down our family recipes. Your food is always so good. What's the secret? Having the best authentic ingredients, like the Cicernio sausage, for instance. Fresh cuts of meat with no preservatives. I remember what my friend Frank Cicernio said. All natural Italian sausages to make the perfect Italian meal. No wonder it tastes so good. Available in major supermarkets up and down the West Coast. Cicernio sausage. Visit Cicernio.com for recipes or to find a store near you. Hi, I'm Tito Beveridge, founder and master distiller at Tito's Handmade Vodka. In 1997, we became the first micro distillery in the state of Texas, and we're still making the same smooth stuff after all these years. We're still cooking in a pot still, working with our dogs by our sides, having fun and tasting batches, and I'm still wearing the same hat even after all these years. Head over to titosvodka.com to learn more about what else we're doing the same. Cheers. 80 proof Tito's Handmade Vodka, distilled and bottled in Austin, Texas. Tito'sVodka.com. Lucaro Faradora, Italo Testa, Pasilacqua, Pesotor, Mormulea. Folks, we're going to take a 10 second break to allow our affiliate stations across the country to give you their station identification. You're listening to West Coast Italian Radio. Broadcasting at KMET 1490 in Palm Springs, part of the ABC News and Talk Radio Network. All right, Marcy, now it's time for our food segment, of course, brought to us by Tito's Handmade Vodka from Austin, Texas. Tito's has been a great sponsor, great supporter of this show, and they support many great causes across the country. Folks, next time you have a summer party or event, make sure Tito's is a part of it. So what do you have for us today, Marcy, and our food? We did talk in the past this one, too, but I always love it. It's my favorite plate for the summer. It's an insalata di riso, classic it's... rice salad. Ah, That's... classic rice yeah. salad. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. It's really cold, so it's perfect for the, uh, for the summer. It's really simple to make. Again, every recipe, you can always have fun and change things and put different things, okay? Yeah. Uh, now, we do use risorborio. We cook it and stay al, al dente, no smooshy, okay? We want al dente, even the risorborio. Yeah. Drain it really good, and then let it uh, put in a, a, a plate, flat plate, to let it um, space there and keep in the fridge to cool off, okay? Because okay, you can so, have, so you want to refrigerate, so you kind of want to spread it out. But the rice is uh, down. And you want to put it in the fridge to let it cool off. Okay, gotcha. So now a lot of people use the same broth or the rice, or you can have a new one. It's okay to uh, cook a little couple of minutes of the peas because people use peas too inside. Right, right. Um, I know the. I know. So you put it here. You drain and you drain in tuna, tuna and oil. What do you What do you mean? By so that? what I'm trying to say with that is, you know, the can that you buy a tuna. Oh yeah, can? yeah. You get the the, the oil. One of the oil, yeah. not with the water. Drain the oil because you you know you gotcha. put it oil in gotcha. there too much. And then you don't want too much fishy. Just so after it. your rice cools, then what do you do? You take it out. You can add the peas. You can add the tuna, scramble all around, uh, slice some mozzarella. People use even cacio cavallo, which is the best. But yeah, you see yeah. you find cacio cavallo. So what is what, that? 
Cachucavallo is like a kind of type of scamorza, maybe to call it. Is the little one look really big? Yeah. What do you call it here? Scamorza? It's not scamorza. That's Iran. Okay. Well, sorry, guys. So you you, you cut up your tomatoes. You cut up your prosciutto. Oh, the cube, the tomato, cherry tomato. Then you have some cube of prosciutto cotto, too. Again, people use boiled eggs, too, if you want to put it in. Or instead to use uh, tuna, they can use hot dog slice there, too. So there's different ways to make it. I tell you, it's really fun. But make sure the most important um, ingredients, like uh, put yellow peppers, red peppers. And you know the red peppers, the one that, that under the vinegar, vinaigrette inside, the little jar? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, the pickled peppers. Pickled peppers yeah. and having the onion under the vinegar, the white, you know, the really strong, the white little onion. I love those because you need some taste like a vinegar inside the rice, okay? Right, you right, right. And put them in. Uh, what else you can put in? So you can put some chivas, salt, uh, parsley, whatever you want. Just have fun with that. You put it in. Now, traditional, there are two ways you can do. Just put oil and squish on lemon and mix it and it's ready. Or another traditional people do, they use a scoop of mayo and then mix inside. And they oh, use gotcha, gotcha. And it sounds so, like it's a great entree for summer right. gatherings, for if you're doing picnics, barbecues, something like that, huh? It is perfect. It's cold. But like I say, I give you my ingredients, but then have fun with that. Don't be scared to think out of the box and have fun putting in what you want. Nothing go wrong. Well, oh, there you have it, folks. Your no. classic rice salad, our recipe of the week, with Marcia Caputo and brought you by Tito's Handmade Vodka. So, Marcia, for Italian phrases this week, I asked you uh, to put something together that was appropriate for our theme, the theme being, you know, raising your children Italian style. And God knows that uh, I'm sure you experienced this. I experienced it. Uh, you, your mother, your father, your grandparents, yeah. your aunts, your uncle, they all kind of are involved raising you. And a big thing that they did is they used a lot of threats. They were always yeah. threatening you, right? So this yeah. is the way that basically Italian parents threaten their kids to keep them in line, right? This is the way my mom treat me, treat me okay? That's what she talked to me. Let's make it clear on that. So you do it in Italian, and I will then read it in English. Okay, let's do this. One thing my mom used to say all the time, la vedi questa mano es la sorella di questa. Okay, which is, you see this hand? She is the sister of this one. I mean, so you're going to get swatted with both hands on both sides of the head if you keep that up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was one I remember. I would tell you, this show, this show is not going to be socially correct. Don't worry about it. Wait, and my father used to say, and still now we say that, it's so funny. If you make noise in the living room or we're not quiet, yeah. watching the news, he was to say, Arrivo la e ti battezzo. Means I will arrive there and I will baptize you. Yes, my style. He's going to dunk you in water, you know. (laughs) He's going to put you out for the count. Yes. All right. What's the next one? Uh, This was the end. My mom, when she was mad with me, it was having enough. This was the death sentence. So you know you have to stop. So she used to say, Come ti ho dato la vita, te la tolgo. (laughs) And I've heard this one actually said in English by Italian-American parents. I give you your, your life. I will take it from you. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Right. When you're at your wit's end with your kids. Uh-huh. You know? That was like when you stop. And one it. thing in this show is we're honest, folks. We're, out, we're telling you the honest stuff here, right? So, all right. 
So uh, this one is one is really painful because I used to have really long, long, long hair. And when yeah, she's, yeah. she did it. And I kidding. She was telling me, and then she will do it. They were like, oh, my goodness. <laughs> so, mo ti prendo per i capelli e ti faccio fare un giro in giostra. Which means I'll take you by the hair and take you for a ride on the carousel. Which yeah. essentially, you can figure it out. I'm going to grab yeah. you by your hair. I'm going to spin you around by your head so far that, you know... <laughs> I did cut my stars. hair. I cut my hair for that because I'm done. <laughs> it sounds like something out of a Popeye cartoon or something, you know? I know. And she started with a whisper. Anyway, last one is Tra cinque minuti passa il Papa. In five minutes, the Pope will pass. Now, that's what I have. Yeah, another blessing. <laughs> basically, <laughs> one, in five minutes, the Pope will pass. Basically, he's going to give you the last rites. You know, so you remember, I like that one. You gotta remember, Italian family, they don't talk to you like, what are you feeling? Well, well tell me about it. I didn't grow up like that. It exactly. was like, you're done, or really, my hand will let you know it's enough, okay? So, and I, I still, when I was 18, I was still, if I said something wrong, I, I knew it would come in the hand to bene bless me. So, that's how it is in Italian. If you don't use the hands, my mom, she's really petite. She was running behind the table with a wood spoon. And if she feels them catch me, trust me, she can throw it and give me. Oh, yeah. Throw in the spoon, throw in the shoe. You know, I've been there, you know, been victim I of that. You don't catch me, you don't catch me. And for the record, folks, as you say, Italians love their children. Italians are great parents. Italians have great families. They give you but, your you heart. Know, when it comes to disciplining your kids, they don't screw up, okay? And that's part of the thing. And it doesn't necessarily even mean that they necessarily make good in all the threats, but they sure know how to make you think by making those threats. Right. It's all passion. It was all love and passion. You know, I give you the life, really. My, your family will give you a heart, your organs, if you need anything. But do something wrong or answer back? Hmm, not good idea. Not good idea. <laughs> there you go. Well, Marcia, you know, I thought today uh, – what type of an artist of the week should we do? And uh, all kids, since we're talking about bringing up your kids, whether they're Italian or Italian-American, uh, like, you know, the new pop music, the pop hits of the time. And there's some of these hits that kind of are, uh, they're multi-generational. Even though they have came out originally years ago, they've been redone time and again. And certain songs that my mother listened to, uh, that I listened to, that my kids listen to, and now even my grandkids listen to, right? So I picked some of these these classic Italian pop songs, and I put together a little collection of them for us uh, to, you know, kind of say these are the type of music you remember as a kid growing up Italian style. The first one is Tu Favale Americano, uh, and this is an interesting song. So you want to be like an American, kind of making fun of how the Americans are corrupting the Italians. Right. Uh, it came out, believe it or not, um, in 1920. 1920 was when the song first came out, but it's been re- been redone time and again, and there's even a brand new version of it that's been done by some a pop artist now in Italy as one of the summer hits this year, I understand. We have to get that on the show. Okay. So that's one of those that has taken the test of time. Another song that actually started out as a, a song by Neil Diamond, originally recorded by the Monkees, I'm a Believer, came out when I was a little kid. It's been done... Throughout America, everybody knows it in America, whatever generation you are, because it's been done in movies and stuff over and over again, even in Disney films. And the Italian version, of course, is Sono Bugiardo, which they know over and over again. And again, that one, ever since uh, the 60s when it came out, it's been done time and again. And last but not least, Gloria by Umberto Tozzi, 
the disco song. Big hit came out in Italy, big hit here in the United States. Uh, one of Umberto Tozzi's biggest hits of all time, and something that's been done both in English and Italian that multi-generations know. Here you go, folks. Our Artist of the Week are Italian rock and roll songs that influenced Italian and Italian-American kids over the decades. Na cupulella cavisiera aizata Passa scampanianna pattuleta Con mano appapata fa guarda Tu fa l'americano, americano, americano Sienta me chi don fa fa Tu vuoi vivere alla moda, ma se bevi che in soda poi tu siete disturbato tu abballo rock e rolla tu gioca a pesa bolla dei sorti peccamella chi te li dà la borsetta di mamma tua fa l'americano americano americano ma si nati in Italia siente a me non c'è sta niente fa ok napolitan tu vuoi fa l'americano tu vuoi fa l'americano
Hi, I'm Tito Beveridge, founder and master distiller at Tito's Handmade Vodka. The owner of a local liquor store told me to forget the flavors, so I make only vodka-flavored vodka, smooth and gluten-free. 80-proof Tito's Handmade Vodka, distilled and bottled in Austin, Texas. Tito'sVodka.com. This is Tony LaStella with the Italian Radio Show. Every day, 20 veterans take their own lives. That's 20 too many. You need help? Want to end veteran suicide? Go to SaveVetLives.org to learn more. Hey, Dad, thanks for helping me cook this Italian meal. We got to pass down our family recipes. Your food is always so good. What's the secret? Having the best authentic ingredients, like the Cicernio sausage, for instance. Fresh cuts of meat with no preservatives. I remember what my friend Frank Cicernio said. All natural Italian sausages to make the perfect Italian meal. No wonder it tastes so good. Available in major supermarkets up and down the West Coast. Cicernio sausage. Visit Cicernio.com for recipes or to find a store near you. Hi, I'm Tito Beveridge, founder and master distiller at Tito's Handmade Vodka. In the mid-90s, I bought a piece of land in Austin with a credit card check and built the very first micro distillery in the history of the state of Texas. I'd never built a still before, so I did some research and designed and built my own pot stills based on Prohibition-era bust photos I found in the library. I didn't know then that this was kind of the start of the American craft distilling movement right here in Austin, Texas. Cheers! 80-proof Tito's Handmade Vodka, distilled and bottled in Austin, Texas. Tito'sVodka.com and we're back with more West Coast Italian Radio on the ABC News and Talk Radio Network. I'm your host, Tony Lestella. I got a great guest and a great friend uh, for many, many years, the one and only Donna Mangimelli. Donna, how you doing? I'm doing well, Tony. How are you? Fantastic. I'm so glad you're on the show today because, you know, we're talking about raising kids Italian style. And I want to clarify this. You know, because, you know, we're roughly in the same age range here. Um, you know, we were raised in a, in a time where there was not as much restraints on parenting uh, styles, parenting skills, right? And we were raised in an Italian-American environment. I know both of us on the East Coast versus Italian-Italian people, people who are out of Italy. And there's a whole other way that they raise their kids there. And then your background, interestingly, you've worked a lot, apart from the fact that you've raised a whole family of kids yourself, kind of like we have. You've raised grandkids, kind of like we have. And you've come from that old stock, that old school of Italian, Italian-American parenting. You also have a degree as a teacher. You do a lot of teaching in the various levels of school uh, around the country. Everything from, I guess, regular kids when you do your substitute work and special ed uh, kids, which right. is a whole uh, great thing to do, and I know you know really takes a special person to to uh, you know, you know to, to work with those kids. So I mean, what, you know, I, I look at the world that we live in now, and I say to myself, as much as I remember as a kid, there was times I hated my parents because I felt they were so heavy-handed. There was such. They were so overly disciplining us, you know. Uh, they're very, uh, you know, they're very much figures of authority. 
But I look back now and I say, thank God they were like that. I got to say, I mean, don't you feel the same way? Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Uh, they, they were strict in, in some ways, you know, especially my father. Yeah, it's not, I was going to say, I know you, you talked to me a little bit about your father. He, when you met, when you talk about him, it reminds me a lot of my father. I mean, really the head of the family. You didn't screw around and, you know, you, 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 if your mother was angry because you did something, God help you when your father got home, kind of like, you know? Right. <laughs> yeah. It was probably more so even for your brothers because I know that Italian fathers tend to uh, look at their daughters as their little princesses. But, you know, the Italian boys, you know, the fathers can be really heavy-handed with them. Oh, definitely. Yeah, I was definitely the little princess. My father called me lady. And my brothers, they were always getting in trouble. And I I just kind of skipped along. (laughs) Knowing knowing John, now I don't know your other brother well. I met him a couple of times. But knowing John as I do, I can believe that. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Yes, never a dull moment with those two. All right, so, you know, interestingly, though, now we talk about this, we joke about it, we kid about it, but, I mean, there there, there is something to be said about our generation having a healthy fear of our parents, and that kind of kept us in line. Yeah, well, it's called respect. Yeah, exactly. It's called, and we look at it now that way, even though, like you say, at the time going on, we are probably a little bit irritated with them. But haven't you found now, as a teacher, as a teacher, and you're working with kids, and I know you've you've done this right up until recent times, that you kind of miss a little bit of that old school parenting styles where, you know, the parents were like disciplining their kids, making sure their kids showed respect at home, showed respect at school. I mean, you run into problems like this? Oh, definitely. In school, the, the kids, you can't say boo to a student if you know if they don't like what you're what you're asking them to do, they can say I'm I'm going to the principal or I'm calling the cops on you. Yeah, a lot of times for simple simple things like finishing an assignment or stop you know punching the kid next to you. Right, right. They don't, they don't feel they need to have to stop. You know, uh, and 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 that's absolutely true. I mean, the school the schools now are so wrapped up in trying to be uh, socially conscious trying to be sensitive to every kid's needs. And I mean, I understand that to a point that they go overboard. It's like the pendulum swung way over here. I'll give you an example. Our youngest son, Alex, who is, he's like 32 now, but when he was a senior in high school, he would ride the bus every day. And we live in a nice neighborhood, as you know. We went to a very nice high school here. And um, there is this kid this bully basically who sat behind him every day on the bus and would hit him in the back of the head. Alex goes to the bus driver and the bus driver does nothing. Alex tells the teacher, teacher does nothing. Alex finally tells principal, principal does nothing. They, they, they talk to the kid. They talk uh-huh. to the kid. So right. told him, oh, you must have some issues. You really shouldn't do this type of thing, right? And the kid still keeps doing it. So one day, Alex had enough. The kid hits in the back of the head. Alex turns around and punches the kid right in the nose. From that day on, Alex never had trouble with that bully ever again. But yet exactly. Alex was the one, Alex was the one that got expelled from school for three days. 
Wow. Yeah. And now, you know, my, my wife, God bless her, is not, you know, is not much to get into people's faces and shells. So she kind of went along with it. But I mean, you know, a lot of parents wouldn't have gone along with it. I could see a lot of parents who would say, this is enough. And you know, if you expel my kid, we're going to take you to court because uh-huh. you guys aren't doing your job. You're not keeping my kid safe. But exactly. you, like you're saying, you, you got these kids now, I, I, and you read things. And, and, and again, I, do, I want to be careful here because I know this is a politically charged subject that we don't by any way condone abuse. And, and, and I know of abusive situations. I even knew when we were a kid, the difference between uh, someone disciplining their kids when back then you could discipline your kids and someone being outright abusive to their kids. So yes. there was, so, you know, we're no way condoning abuse, but there's something to be said for some healthy discipline. And this whole thing, I mean, you know, I, I remember growing up in the day, especially because I was in parochial school, you'd have the nuns there. And the, I mean, <laughs> and, and the nuns, I mean, they take you on the hall and they break a ruler, a, a, a ruler over your butt, you know, in, in terms of this, yeah. you, you know, I remember that too. <laughs> so like, what can you do if you're a teacher today? How, how do you deal with these kids? Well, I have a, I have a pretty strong bully radar. I do not tolerate that if I can see it. Yeah. I, I will, I have acted on it and, you know, just, just talk, I go right up to it because I've seen it so many times. It's so blatant. And right, I will go right, right up right. to a student, I'll confront them, and I'll ask them what they're doing and yeah. why they're doing it, you know. And I'll get right in their face because I don't like that. I don't tolerate it. It's not okay. And I let them know that. If they don't like that and they want to go and tattle on me to the principal, go right ahead. But it's never happened. Yeah, yeah. They just kind of, they they, they get real quiet and they walk away. Right. That's what. Right. That's how I've dealt with it as far as bullies go. Well, I remember, yeah. uh, again, as a kid, um, and, you know, it's not like we all have things when we were kids, which we can say, uh, you know, were our problems or our things that happened to us and stuff. And, you know, yeah, you still had kids getting in fights and kids getting picked on in school. But, you know, I remember very distinctly, I mean, we had respect for authority. We had respect for teachers. Yeah. We had respect. We had respect for the police. Uh, exactly. We had respect for other adults. I can yeah. imagine, I, I mean, even even the bad kids, even the kids who are the problem, trouble kids in school had this type of respect. That's uh, true. They might be fighting amongst each other. They might even be stealing stuff or doing whatever. They, but they, when they were confronted with these adults, they had this respect. And, and, yes. And I can only think that this was happening is because it, it's not happening in the home. We've gone so overboard with the sensitivity training, the emotional mm-hmm. training, that we've lost the discipline. Yeah, I agree. I agree. It's too permissive, you know, and too permissive, well, lot, much more. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So like with, with, with your own kids, now now you, and you have grandkids too. I mean what 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 is is your philosophy, what is their philosophy that you think is a healthy balance? Well I think they understand and, and I mean, it's it's an ongoing process of teaching, not bullying, you know, because yeah. it's, it's part of human nature. And in, in some people, it's more than others. But I, I, I talk to my kids and my grandkids about that all the time. And it's a very sensitive subject. But what about the respect, the respecting of authority, the respecting of uh, adults, the respecting of, uh, of the police? 
totally. I mean, that's all, like you say, it's a, if you come from a family, no matter what type of family you have, the blended, you know, there's all types of families, but if there's love, if you're teaching your kids how to love and respect, they kind of get it. Yeah. They do get that, you know? Right. If they're not seeing it, then they're not, then they're not understanding it. Some kids fortunately have it naturally, but there are plenty of kids that'll stray. And um, with my family, I'm really strong with that because my parents, my whole family has been like that. And it's not a bad thing. It comes from loving people, you know, loving your, your kids. And and the interesting thing, I mean, even if you look at like the old Testament and, 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 and the Bible, a lot of loving a child was disciplining the child. It was, it wasn't that, that and again, they're not suggesting that you're heavy handed. They're not suggesting you're abusive, but you had to have a certain level of discipline because that was part of teaching that child and having them develop and grow up to be the right type of a person. That's right. That's right. You're molding them. Yeah. They need it. That, that discipline doesn't mean smacking your kid. It's teaching, like you say. Right. It's molding and, you know, right from wrong. And, and, but and giving stuff. them a healthy respect of the consequences at the same time, you know. That's right. And, and right. Let's start with the parents. So I'm going to share one last thing for you before we go to break. So I have a very good friend uh, in law enforcement. Um, and because of the position that he's in, he frequently has protesters who go in front of his house out on the street that are protesting him, especially with all this now of defunding the police and all these, the things that, you know, with the issues of the police. Not that he's ever done anything to deserve it, just the fact that he's a police officer is enough just to put him kind of as a target. The thing that bothers me is he says, these people will bring these little kids out there, these kids who are four, five, six years old, and they'll teach them to say vulgar, vulgar slurs towards the police. These are parents are encouraging these little kids. That's disgusting. And that stuff is just wrong. That's just wrong. I don't care who you are. It's wrong, you know? Right. Right. There's no positive to that at all. (laughs) This is my dear friend, Donna Mangimelli. Mother, a grandmother, she has a bunch of great kids, great bunch of great grandkids. You've worked forever in the school system uh, all across the country with regular kids, with special need kids. And I would say, in a way, the special need kids probably in some ways are less of a problem in regards to discipline because at least a lot of them do seem to have a little more respect for people. Yeah, it, it depends on their exceptionality, you know. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. The, normally they're very sensitive and uh you know sweet kids but then you know you have the the boys that are looking for trouble right and but they're not necessarily bad kids they just need the right direction well donna we're glad you're a guest on our show you got to take a quick commercial break right now folks you listen to the italian radio show part of the west coast italian radio network here on the abc news and talk radio don't go away
Hi, I'm Tito Beverage, founder and master distiller at Tito's Handmade Vodka. When I got into this business, I used to make flavored vodka infusions for my friends as gifts. When I started to make a go of it, the owner of a local liquor store showed me the dust on some flavored vodka bottles that sat on the shelves. He said, if you can make a straight vodka so smooth that you could drink it just by itself, then you'd really have something. So I did. And now all these years later, we still only make one flavor, vodka flavored vodka. 80 proof Tito's Handmade Vodka, distilled and bottled in Austin, Texas. Tito'sVodka.com. This is Tony LaStella with the Italian Radio Show. Every day, 20 veterans take their own lives. That's 20 too many. You need help? Want to end veteran suicide? Go to SaveVetLives.org to learn more. Hey, Dad, thanks for helping me cook this Italian meal. We got to pass down our family recipes. Your food is always so good. What's the secret? Having the best authentic ingredients, like the Cicernio sausage, for instance. Fresh cuts of meat with no preservatives. I remember what my friend Frank Cicernio said. All natural Italian sausages to make the perfect Italian meal. No wonder it tastes so good. Available in major supermarkets up and down the West Coast. Cicernio sausage. Visit Cicernio.com for recipes or to find a store near you. Pacific Food Importers has been distributing Mediterranean food products in the greater Seattle area since 1971. Beginning as an olive import company, PFI has evolved into a well-known wholesale food distributor in the Pacific Northwest, servicing restaurants, grocers, manufacturers, and caterers. Family-owned and operated, PFI stocks a wide variety of cured meats, specialty cheeses from around the world, and a vast range of Mediterranean products. PFI's service area includes the greater Puget Sound region and Portland, Oregon. Situated in North Kent, PFI has a central location allowing for efficient service and delivery, as well as convenient will-call pickups for established customers in Seattle. Pacific Food Importers Incorporated is committed to providing quality products at competitive prices to the food service industry of the Pacific Northwest. Visit PacificFoodImporters.com for more information or to contact us. Hi, I'm Tito Beveridge, founder and master distiller at Tito's Handmade Vodka. In 1997, we became the first micro distillery in the state of Texas, and we're still making the same smooth stuff after all these years. 80 proof Tito's Handmade Vodka, distilled and bottled in Austin, Texas. Tito'sVodka.com. Our song of the week, Mamma Mia Que Vos Sape. What a great song about bringing up your kids, what your mother wants to know. Sung by Tony Lestella with Vinnie Frioli on the guitar. E te chiamo sciare giorno, ma pelare sto chiarore, tengo notte d'indo a cuore, e non pozzare busa, hanno me fa morì, tu che ne vuoi, mamma mia ma veni a di perché. Questa smania non la vola sa, oh, non ma fa morire. 
So now, Marcy, it's time for us to do our Italian events. We have great Italian events uh, that are happening throughout the Western United States. And before we get started, let's just tell all of our people that if you have an event out there that you would like to submit to us for our event calendar, please go to our website. Just remember the acronym for West Coast Italian Radio, WCIR. WCIR.biz and go there. There's a link there to contact us. Send us your event. Uh, you know, we usually on the show, we only have time here to cover a few events, but uh, it, we'll have a, a, a calendar up on our website that has all of the events, uh, both the large ones and the small ones across the country. So let's cover some of the major events going on right now. Uh, and a lot of these events, of course, are towards the end of the summer, being that we're just opening up now. Uh, from our COVID lockdowns. On Saturday and Sunday, August 21st and 22nd, the San Jose Italian Family Festa is going on, an absolute great event that takes place every year down the historic San Jose. Make sure you go down there and check out all the great things they're doing that weekend for the main stage, the great wines, their wine garden, and all the fun for family and culture uh, promoting the Italian uh, heritage and Italian culture. You know, all those Italian festivals are always good for all family, kids, absolutely, of any age. So remember that it's not just for one, okay? It's absolutely. Not- now, Sunday, September 5th, up in the state of Washington again, they have this great racetrack there, Emerald Downs, fantastic horse racing track. They're Funny. doing Italian Day 
at the races. Again, this is sponsored specifically by the West Coast Italian Radio. So if you come out to that event, you can meet your hosts there, both Marcia and I will be there all day long, meeting and greeting people. And, of course, we'll have the West Coast Italian Radio studio band, Tony Lestella and the Goombas, playing all afternoon down at the track side between races. Other activities include bocce, wine tasting, pizza eating contest, Italian dancers, a lot of fun for the family. And we're going to be giving away free tickets for this event starting in July, all summer long. So make sure you stay tuned in. I was to, uh, thank you. I was trying to say, and the Goombas going to be there. <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. The Goombas are always there. We always have a blast there. Okay, Friday, September 10th. Festa Italiana at the Fisherman's Festival down in Monterey, California. We love our Italian friends down in Monterey, California. Very active sons of Italy down there, a very active Italian community. You used to live down there, Marcia. You love San... I was supposed to say that. Oh, my heart is there. I love... Oh, California is beautiful. So make sure, folks, you check that out. It starts Friday, September 10th, goes till Tuesday, September 14th. The Monterey Festa Italiana Fisherman's Festival. Moving back up to the Northwest, we have two big festivals taking place in September. One of them is the San Gennaro Festival, taking place on from Friday, September 10th to Sunday, September 12th at the Casa Italiana Italian Cultural Center in Burien, Washington. And then we have the Big Eel at the end of September from the 24th to the 26th of September, again, Friday through Sunday, Festa Italiana at Seattle Center. The big Italian festival been going on about 35 years there. One of the largest ones on the West Coast celebrating everything Italian. Moving on, and by the way, we will be at the Festa Italiana in Seattle. We'll have a booth there. We'll be sponsoring the big dance that night on the stage uh, and the Italian uh, talent presentation of all the different singers. Kind of a big jam with all the lead entertainers there. Saturday and Sunday... On October 2nd and 3rd, the Los Angeles Italian Festival takes place. That's the first weekend of October. Always a lot of fun with our Italian friends down in L.A. at Hollywood and Highland. Make sure you check that out. That's a great event. And we finish up the season out here out west with a biggie. The El Dorado Great Italian Festival taking place the second weekend of October, October 9th and 10th, at the El Dorado Hotel and Casino in Reno, Nevada. Folks, they literally closed down. All of downtown Reno, they make it a little Italy, and it's absolutely fantastic. Great entertainment, Italian markets, Italian food booths, all kinds of fun all weekend long. Make sure you check it out. And there are your Italian events. And you know, Marcy, we need to remind people that you can listen to us 24-7. We have probably close to uh, seven years of shows in our archives. Just go again to our website, WCIR.biz, click there. Today's show is going to go right up when we're done, and you can listen to all of our shows, share them with all your friends and family, because we have listeners all over the world, and we love people listening to us online. And, of course, our after-hour show is going to be coming out soon. Radio Italiano Luce Rosse, okay? That's going to... That's where we cover all the topics of the day's show. But we're a little more racy and direct with how we feel about them. Of course we are, because we're Italian. We tell you what we really think. That's a hoot. It's for 18 years and over. It's uh, obviously by subscription only. Make sure you go to our website. Check that out. That's going to be coming out soon. We have a whole bunch of shows on there for you to listen to. And that's pretty much it, Marcy. I've had a great time as always doing the show with you. We'll be back next week, folks, with a brand new show. 
here with the Italian radio show, West Coast Italian Radio, on the ABC News and Talk Radio Network. God bless you all. A salute. Ciao a tutti. A little Dean Martin song for you. Ciao, ciao, bambina. Ciao. The rain is falling. Once more I kiss you. Ooh. And thank